Welcome to The $100 Heiress, the only podcast that shares with you the raw and uncut journey of what it really takes to go from rags to riches. Prepare to learn how to transform your dream into your reality through hard work and tips that you won't receive anywhere else. So let's get into today's show. Hello, heirs. How are y'all doing? It is Sunday. Kind of gloomy day in Atlanta, Georgia, but it's Sunday. So it's a day of rest, or is it? Do us true hustlers really rest? Well, I've knocked out YouTube videos. I've done homework. I have worked on my personal goals, and I hope you have done the same. Because we are $100 heirs, right? That means we are nonstop. We are constantly working on our goals to gain financial freedom and to live the life that we have dreamed of. So today, I want to talk about something that has hit my family. And it is fraud. People are in just crazy mode for ID theft for credit card fraud, for bank account fraud. Just criminals are in full effect this holiday season. I know they've always been in full effect. I mean, crime is all the time, anytime. But two family members have been hit this holiday season, and that is rare. So I did some research online about how to, really you can't, prevent fraud but you can lower your chances of getting compromised but these cyber criminals are so smart so intelligent these days folks that you really can't a hundred percent be sure no matter what you do but these things were listed by Forbes so hopefully they will help cut down your chances of being compromised your bank account credit cards being compromised I had a discussion with my mom and she used to be a bank manager. And, you know, I said to her, for a stranger to be able to get the back code of your card, what is it called? A CVV code? You know, the the three, four digits that you need to even operate a card if you order online or anywhere or to know your address. It has to be a current address because whatever card you use, you have to have that address to match it to know your full name, to know your last four digits of your social security. So many questions to know your, your, um, what is it like password type, uh, questions, answers. There's a lot. You just don't put in even online. You just don't put in your credit card number. There's something else that goes along with it. So for a cyber criminal to be able to hack into someone's account or take their information, That is deep. (laughs) That is like, whoa, right? And even my mom and I were discussing, this is my belief, y'all. I believe a lot of these criminals work within the credit card companies. And a lot of them work within the banks. Think about it now. Think about it. Who has the most access to your personal information? The people who have your credit card. 
the people who gave you the credit card, right? The people you pay your bill to, correct? Who has the most access to your bank accounts? The people who work in the bank. Duh, right? Think about that, y'all. Doesn't that make sense? Mm-hmm. Just something to think about, something to ponder on. So anyway, one of Forbes' tips for fraud prevention, especially during the holidays, is use unique passwords, okay? Now, you don't want to remember unique passwords for every website you use, every bank profile, every PayPal account, every credit card, well, I guess you could if you kept it written down in a book, but again, you're writing it down. So make sure wherever you put those, those passwords is safe and secure. So, but they do at least recommend you use unique ones for your online banking profile. Okay. The accounts that are linked to your financial information, use very unique passwords for that. And they suggest changing them ever so often. Don't have the same password you've had for 10 years, y'all. Come on now. Even like your social media accounts like Facebook and Instagram, change those passwords every, I would say once a year, maybe once every two or three years, but change them. Don't keep them. Next, use a secure browser when shopping online, okay? Most of the the security platforms, um, you know, the the internet provides, that's part of their service package, but make sure your browser is secure. When you are purchasing something online, make sure you see that lock little, what is it, logo looking thing, the lock thing in your browser. If you don't see that lock thing, do not use that, that site. You need to see that lock thing, okay? Only shop with the sites or stores you trust. Make sure you are on that actual website. Because a lot of these these websites, it'll redirect you without you even knowing. It's like a third-party thing, and it'll redirect you. I mean, my I always get like a... Well, I have so much security all over my phone. I do so much on my phone. But it'll alert me saying, you are leaving this site. You know, so make sure you're paying attention if you're leaving the site. Stay on the site and the stores that you trust. Verify that the actual website for that store. And then if something looks suspicious, y'all, your gut's telling you, hmm, don't think that you're being paranoid. Trust your gut. Don't do it. (laughs) Okay. Next, monitor your credit card and bank accounts closely. Closely, not once a week. Do y'all know I check my bank account every day? Even if I'm not buying anything every day, because I mean, who buys something every single day? Well, I hope you're not buying something every single day, uh, heirs, $100 heirs, trying to get financial freedom. But very, you know, monitor your credit card and bank accounts closely. Review those transactions, okay? And report any fraudulent or questionable charges as soon as you notice them. Like my mom and I, when, um, you know, she had a, comp- a compromise um, account. We, even though they were closed during their hours and things, we still, we sent emails, the chat bubble, like, yeah, immediately, immediately. And then screenshot that proof of when you um, try to, to contact them, just in case there's no human answering the phone or, you know, you're not getting a response back from an email, you know, during these COVID times, we keep getting computerized stuff, guys. 
yeah doesn't make it easy for us who are trying to report fraud but it makes it easier for the criminals next set up your email or text alerts with your credit card company so you receive notice of any purchase on your card okay so it doesn't have to be a lot of the credit cards in the banks you they'll be like okay if if your balance drops below 500 or if um you if something's coming in and you're not you you don't have enough to cover it but i would suggest y'all like i have a alert on my account any purchase over a hundred dollars any purchase they have to send me an alert okay so make it like that you can put the amount that they have to contact you for do that but you need to have some kind of alert don't just have your stuff all willy-nilly out there no kind of alerts coming to you and the first time you even see some questionable charges when you go into your bank account get it set up where you have alerts and if you have accounts that don't send those type of texts or alerts i would suggest you cancel those accounts and go to a company, a, a credit card or a, a bank account or whatever it is that do have that option. Because these are the days of cyber criminals, you know. So we have to protect ourselves. So set up your email and text alerts now. If you don't have that already done, do it now. And if and again, if your institution don't offer that, close it. There's lots of choices to put your money. So make a good choice. A place that's going to protect your finances. Next, listen to this now. Never give up your financial or personal information over to over the phone to someone that initiated the call. Okay? Only give information on the call which you place and assure you are speaking to the desired company. I get so many emails and calls. Um yeah, saying, you know, uh can you verify this is your account? Put in your account number. Y'all, these emails, especially the emails, I'm sure you've gotten them, are so professional looking. You really think your bank is sending something for you to verify your information. You don't need to verify your information <laughs> through an email or a phone call. No, never give someone your financial personal information over the phone. Okay. If they called you, if they called you now, if you're calling a a bank, you're calling your credit card company and then they're asking for your financial person information. Well, obviously you made the call. So, you know, you have the right company that you're talking to. Be very careful, especially if you have elderly parents. Make sure you give them a talk to about, you know, these emails, these emails and these calls will trick even the brightest of us. There are professional scammers in the world. There are people that literally make a living trying to get innocent, hardworking people's money. They're not going to send you some raggedy email. They're going to send you something like I was so surprised at one email I got a few months ago. I called Wells Fargo. That's my bank. And I was like, did you send me an email asking blah, blah, blah. And they were like, what's your, you know, you know, they asked the question, whatever. And they're like, no, ma'am. We Well, first of all, we don't send that. But no, could you please screenshot or forward that email so we can report it to our fraud department? Y'all, it was so professional, so professional. And another way you can test your emails um, is if you hit reply 
And when you reply back, it's some weird funky numbers, you know, like some crazy, just numeric numbers all over the place. It's not replying back to that bank or to that credit card company. It's some crazy, either a personal name or a, um, a, uh, you know, just some, some Greek letters and numbers and all that kind of stuff. Like don't, don't put anything in the email just put reply and you look and you see who is it going back to that's another way to check okay and lastly lastly this might hit you hard okay be careful who you trust your login information to even if it's a close friend or relative Now, let me tell you something. I give no one, no one, not a best friend, not brothers, or I give no one my login information. I don't. I don't give it. Okay? I don't give any type of confidential information to anyone and if I've had to give something to someone like for I'm trying to remember I think one time I remember giving I don't know what it was for but it just seems like it's in my memory I immediately changed that information so let's say that you need to do a quick uh, transaction with a friend, a, a best friend, you know, someone you, you, you trust. Not saying that they, now I'm not saying someone would try to steal your information, but I'm just saying, y'all, you know what? I trust no man. <laughs> That's in the Bible. I trust no man. People can get desperate in life and you will be surprised, or maybe you won't be surprised, of the things that people do when you think they wouldn't do it because they love you. Or maybe they're related to you or whatever. So if you have to give someone some information for whatever reason, you can't do the transaction, whatever, change it immediately. I mean immediately. Immediately. Change it. So that now you're the only one that has that information. And I'm sorry to put it like that, but look, that was even on Forbes. You know, to trust, you you, you need to trust your uh, the people that you're giving this login information to and it says even if it's a close hey there i need your support on my new youtube channel tales of tea that's tales t a l e s of o f t t e I need a thousand subscribers to get monetized. I need 4,000 watch hours, but let's go for the subscribers right now. Is my new YouTube channel. I think you're going to find it pretty interesting if you're supporting my podcast especially. And I appreciate all support. But if you could, I would greatly, greatly appreciate you subscribing to my new YouTube channel, Tales of Tea. Thanks, and I'll return the love.
friend or relative. That's what Forbes even say. Trust no one with your personal information that could totally devastate your finances unless you would trust them with your life. That's another episode, y'all. $100 heiress. I hope these tips will help prevent fraud. I mean, like I said, nothing is 100% proof, you know, uh, fraud proof. But these will help prevent as, as much as possible. Until next time, I'll catch you here with ways to bring us financial freedom, ways to get the life we dream of, ways to save money, and to lead happier, healthy financial lives. Ta-ta. Thank you.